Alright everybody, turn to tailgate episode 12 now. Dude, we have 12 whole episodes. Again, there's only a second one in quite a while because we did take our long break. That was our summer vacation, guys. So we were gone for summer vacation, which we'll, meant we, we worked. We would have had some sooner, but again, we had some scheduling <clears throat> yeah. differences. So didn't work out. Uh, we got our apologies out of the way, I feel like, in the last episode. So I think I'm going to spare you guys the details because I know you don't want to hear our crap again. So that being said, we'll just jump right into it. Ken, did you watch the race this past weekend? I got to watch the last like 25 laps. That was it? Yeah. Wow. Were you working? You were working days, you weren't were you? You were with me. Was I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> totally forgot. If you guys listened to our laps, uh, last episode, you would have known that we have purchased a bus, a party bus that we're going to take to Bristol every year with our normal crew. Just got it insured today. Just got it insured. Ken's, Ken's rolling. Ken's the insurance guy. He's the legal guy to make sure this thing is 100% covered and our butt is good. Um, so, yeah. You can walk me through the process. Tell the tell the story you already told me earlier. How how what happened today when you went to the So CMB? I drove to Evansville, which is St. Joe is probably twenty five minutes. Yeah, that B and V branch on St. Joe is probably a solid twenty five minutes. So I get out there and I get in there and I also went in there to get my motorcycle license because I passed my skills test part and I just had to go in there and literally get a license. So like those apps always say or those app ads, if you get to level get your motorcycle license you're legally skilled you ever see those those no. stupid apps it's like if you get, reach level 65 you're legally skilled no I've those things make that. me the most mad like more mad than just about anything else in the world like, orange how do you know commercial? what's legally skilled anyway continue you got your real so, license i work swing shift and i don't like most things that happen or whatever like that course i had to go to <clears> i had to take that day off that was the day after kentucky I already had the day off so i went there took that sweated my butt off in the sun for like three hours to get this thing so they they stamp your motorcycle permit paper and they sign it and they're like okay now you just have to go to the dmv or the bmv which that's another weird thing is indiana the only one that calls it the bmv i don't think so maybe because i've said bmv before and people are like what are you talking about yeah yeah i understand but uh anyway i got all the way to evansville with my permit that had been stamped the week before and I get up there. I was like, I need to get my bus registered and plated and the title transferred over to my name. And I also need to get my motorcycle license. And he's like, well, do you have insurance yet? And I was like, no. He's like, well, we can't plate your bus yet, but we can get you your title. I was like, okay. He's like, just call, get your insurance, and then we can get it plated. I was like, okay, that's fine, you know. So anyway, I was like, here's my permit. It's stamped, skills test, done, approved. I need my mo- or my motorcycle license. And he's like, okay there's no date on this and i was like okay he's like this (laughs) i can't do anything with this because it doesn't have a date on it i was like it's got the people's signatures on it you're gonna tell me that i can't get my motorcycle license because of a date i was like it was last sunday on the 14th i was like they only do two classes a month i actually probably less than that it's Mm -hmm. like every other month He's like, well, there's nothing I can do. You're going to have to go get it signed. I'm like, there's no one to go get it signed by. Like, they're literally not there. So he told me no. So I'm fuming at this point. He's like, all right, go sit down, and then we'll call you back up here when we get your uh, title transferred and all that. I was like, okay. So I sat down and then came back up there, and there was some other lady, and I told her what was going on. She's like, let me go talk to my manager. She came back. She's like, there's nothing I can do for you. But she's like had this smirk on her face. She's like, but when you go get – or when you call to get your bus insured, 
maybe you could go get it signed and or maybe you go get it dated like saying just go outside and date this thing and come right back in so that's what i did but that guy made me mad yeah you know i always love those kind of people that okay first off i hate the sticklers those guys are jerks like do your job but yeah be human yeah exactly like help a brother out literally all i need is a date you have the stamp of approval so clearly you went to the course yeah you obviously went to the course if all you're missing is a date of when you attended that course shouldn't even matter no it shouldn't matter at all because you went to the course obviously like if you had just a date and no stamp like that's a problem yeah. you know because no you don't yeah yeah exactly that is a problem yeah no signature i can totally understand that would just be a pain in the butt to you but i understand why they couldn't pass you or you know give you the license but i love those people that are like you know what so here's how you can basically right. beat the system Loophole. it's like well it's like whenever stores have beer on sale or some sort of liquor on sale but they only limit you to so much per trip so it's like you can literally buy four thirty packs that's your limit buy four thirty packs at ten ten dollars a thirty pack walk outside walk right back in buy four more eventually <laughs> i'm sure they would stop you right but maybe you could probably get at least two trips out of that yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like i love those kind of people that are like well technically you can't take eight but you can take four twice like, so do your job but yeah. not to that be be a cool dude know. and that guy was not a cool dude the chick cool chick though she was so, pretty cool so anyways like i said we were on sunday uh we were at our buddy's house that is holding a bus right now kurt bilski fixing the bus and not really fixing it but just basically making sure it runs still and making sure it. Cl- yeah cleaning the crap out test of it driving it yeah we all took it for a test ride because there's only three of us in that in the group that have driven stick shift like really our entire lives like ken myself and craig we're the only ones that really grew up and craig still drives yeah. a stick shift to this day myself and ken we had cars i had a little dodge neon he had a little uh, pontiac grand am that we drove and they were stick shifts and then my truck that i used to drive 96 ram was a stick shift so we grew up riding or you know driving stick shifts the other guys have not so like well i want to make sure we're not going to kill this bus because which i think if you do kill it if you get it running for a while it'll start back up yeah, it right did. it starts right back Kyle up killed it but three times and yeah it started right but if up. you leave it overnight basically yeah, or for done. a few hours without starting it it will not start we're going to need something to jump it luckily my truck jumps it like a charm but um not my truck yeah ken's truck he a little ford ranger and i have a, a i guess what is it a half ton or whatever yeah. that's and ken has a quarter ton so uh or no i have a three-quarter ton you have a half ton i think is what it is i don't know i, have I don't ranger. know the tonnage you have a 1500 trucks. yeah i have a 1500 yeah sorry guys i don't know my tonnages that'd be truck. a half ton yeah that'd be a half yeah ton. okay yeah so um yeah basically we we're up there cleaning and we got to listen to the race while we were cleaning and then we took off driving so we didn't really listen to it because the bus is loud it's got no muffler it's pretty pretty boss we let you know we're coming so uh i actually came home because i had to go to uh we, had, we went to dinner that night with my in-laws to celebrate my birthday and my mother-in-law's birthday and uh i came home and while i was getting ready and my wife was getting ready because obviously i get ready in like 10 minutes she gets ready in like 10 hours so as i'm sure it is for every other relationship out there but anyways i'm watching the race as i got to watch probably i don't know a solid 40 50 laps 60 laps of it because i got to watch about an hour hour and a half of it maybe um before we had to leave the house so um it was it was a good race uh i mean it's new hampshire it's not it's it's hard to pass there so there was so much carnage before the race even started though yeah like dude there was so there was like five people that went to backup cars four well, people went to backup cars or six bowman like went to had to take jimmy's backup because he wrecked two yeah. well, one wasn't his fault they blew the drive shaft it just yeah. completely blew up which did you see the video they slowed down where it showed the drive shaft actually the uh-uh. primary drive shaft actually like like 
rolling down the track. No. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Larson blew, or he didn't blow one up, but he wrecked. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Hamlin wrecked. Hamlin wrecked. I think Newman wrecked. Yeah, Newman um, wrecked. And then so I, I, I want to say there's one more, but I can't remember the names exactly. But yeah, like Ken said, a lot of carnage before the race even started. So uh, a lot of guys went to backup cars, went to the end of the field or the rear of the field. Uh, but still, it was a decent race. I mean, it's New Hampshire, not really a super competitive track as far as uh, passing goes. But I'll, I'll say it was similar to Kentucky in the aspect of I didn't expect much out of it, but the last lap gave us a show. Yeah, you know, because them two. Well, because I was that's what I got to watch the last. I was actually laps. we were on our way. I was pulling into Logan's Roadhouse whenever Place the last lap. Yeah, well, apparently they were closed for remodel. Really? So we got up there and they're like, "We're actually closed for remodel. Here's a thing for a free or a ticket for a free appetizer next time you come in. First hundred guests that come in." On this Saturday when we reopen, get a free entree. Wow. On their next visit. I'm like, tits, cool. You know? <laughs> but we didn't go back. We went to Old Charlie's, which is a classic. In Dude, Old too. Charlie's was garbage the last time we went, too. What? West Side in general has turned into garbage. What? I used to love Logan's, and it's terrible every time we go. Like, I've given it three fantastic. chances. I've given what do you it three eat? chances. What do you get there? I've getting, I get something different every time. I got the uh, I always a, get steak and chicken a burger, tenders. and it was super dry. And then I got ribs, and those were garbage. Uh, I never get ribs at restaurants unless they're known for ribs. I don't remember what else I got, but even Paige's food, which I'm not a picky eater. Paige is. And like when she's like, this is gross, I'm like, whatever. It's probably delicious. You ate it, Me, gross. if I'm like, it's gross, it's just, it's really gross. Yeah. But Old Charlie's last time we went, like the food was okay. I mean, it was good. Uh-huh. But like, I don't want to dog on her too bad. Like you could tell she was a new waitress and she kept screwing everything up. Yeah. Well, you have that. But I mean, I always tip them well yeah, yeah like yeah. if you're not a douchebag to me then yeah then if you're, you're actually trying yeah whereas if you're just not paying attention yeah. to us like that's on you yeah whereas if you're actually trying you're just for mixing stuff up i understand that i was a waiter for a year and a half two years i understand i know what shoes they're in so um like yeah. our, our appetizers came out after a meal <laughs> like yeah like stuff like that yeah i, don't, I understand whatever. but uh we went there our food was fantastic my mother-in-law, my grandpa-in-law, I guess, my father-in-law, and Jenna all got half salads. Because apparently, a little cheat the system here, at Old Charlie's, a full salad and a half salad is a pretty big difference in price, but like hardly any difference in salad. Like you mm. may get basically the size of a side salad difference between the full and the half, but the price is like four or five bucks. Wow. It's ridiculous. So, a little cheat, anytime you go to Old Charlie's and you want a salad, get a half. It's just as big, basically, and they're just as delicious. And treat they, yourself and get you some uh, potato soup. Oh, oh my gosh. Their potato soup is to die for. Some cheese. It's so good. Um, anyways, I, I always get the steak and chicken tenders. I try to get something else. And then Kelsey, my sister-in-law, always gets uh, the honey-drizzled uh, bourbon chicken or whatever it uh-huh. is. Which, oh, that looks so good, <laughs> dude. It look, I, want, I almost want it next time. I get but, chicken tenders and steak almost every time. Dude, it's so good. Uh, and I ordered medium rare. And that thing came out. I swear it was still kicking. It was crazy. It was so bloody. I was like, "Look, it's the it's the most rare steak I've ever had in my life." Like basically, the first bite because I, I use when I'm there, they don't have really a lot of seasoning on it, so I put uh, I use steak sauce with it there. And before I got the steak sauce out, though, I had two bites. Both bites tasted just like exactly what I imagine raw beef tastes like. <laughs> like you could taste it. I was like, "Oh, whoa, whoa. pretty good." I'm gonna need some steak sauce with that. So I got some steak sauce, but oh my gosh, was it tender? Tender. No, it was so good though. Um, I love old Charlie's. I don't think I've had actually. I've had one bad instance that, or thing happened there. The I worst part when they once. burn the rolls. 
when they bring out rolls that are just absolutely crispy, like just They're fried, chips. dark brown. It's like, I come here looking forward to rolls, and you're going to skip me on the rolls, man? Like, that's not cool, dude. Not cool that's like all. someone bringing at a Mexican restaurant bringing out a basket full of crumbs. Yeah. It's pretty much what it is. It's just like, or what am I supposed to chips. do with this? What am I supposed to do with this? So anyways, like I said, went to eat. Um, got to watch most of the race, but as I was pulling into the, uh, the Logan's driveway before we got turned away, um, we were listening to the last lap, and... It's kind of crazy because, like, with, like, six to go, I think Harvick had, like, six car links on Denny. Like, he was in front of Denny well, by Denny quite a bit. Denny was, like, closing hard, and then he'd start, like, really getting there, and then he'd get loose or something stupid and then fall yeah. right back. So I thought it was over. But. Yeah. Um, and then he ended up getting to his bumper right as they took the white flag and came into turn one. Kind of he, booted him no, a little he did. bit. Booted him pretty good. But he, but that was it. He just booted him. He didn't try to dump him. He just gave him the bumper, and that was it. It was, like, honestly a perfectly executed bump and run. But it was just a, it was an even better or even more perfect executed like recovery from Kevin, um, and they went neck and neck basically. Actually, they were neck and neck right as they got out of the turn. But I think Hamlin got a little loose because there was lap traffic up there too, and you could see him get a little squirrely as they got out of turn two. And uh, Harvick got the advantage on him, and then he tried to Hamlin tried to take the outside and just couldn't get it around him. Uh, but it was a good race. It was or a good finish. Good finish, yeah. Pretty Which good race in general. Dude, my fantasy week sucked this I week. Don't know I was doing I so well. And then Larson absolutely screwed me because he'd been running in the top 10 all day. And then uh, with, like, I don't remember how many it was to go, but it was one of the last few restarts. He came in and tried to undershoot Bowman and just got loose and spun and flew up and hit the wall. And I was (laughs) like, that just ruined everything I had going. Like, he just royally screwed me because everyone – I'm pretty sure I was in first or I was in, like, second or third. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to hang on to a decent week. But Kyle and Kurt, the only ones I'm really worried about catching me in our league, our personal league, not our turn two tailgaters league. Uh, and I, he he screwed me. Larson screwed me. So I took uh, basically a 40 point hit from Kyle and like a 25, 30, or 30 point hit from Kurt. And uh, they're gaining ground on me, but I'm still up. I think over 100 points on them. I'm way back there. I'm yeah, you fifth. you've win, you've been going south well, the whole time. I win quite a bit, but when I win, it's you by like literally two points, one point. Oh, one point, yeah. <laughs> Kentucky, you beat me by one point. So, which we need to talk about that too. We really well, have to talk about Kentucky. Yeah, we haven't been able to talk about our experience at Kentucky. We just talked about the preview, yeah. so we'll go ahead and go over that real quick. Race the, the race was boring. Well, <laughs> the first sixty laps, great. Middle like one or two hundred and. 15 laps. It was still more exciting boring. than any Kentucky. I've oh, absolutely. Too. 100%. It was still boring, but, but it wasn't as The first boring. 60 laps, pretty good. A lot of good racing. But once they get spread out after, if they're not going to basically have a caution within the first like, 15, 20 laps, it's going to be that it's way boring. For a while, yeah. It's boring. So, first 60 laps, like three, two or three cautions and a lot of good racing up front and, and even throughout the pack. But then once uh, the front caught the rear, pretty boring. A snooze fest from about lap 60 to like lap two what, how many were there like probably 280 or something like that mm, 266 wasn't it yeah 266 so from lap 60 to about 260 super boring and then we had the green white checkered and the funniest awesome. part about it is me and ken looked at each other like we need a caution because we're yelling because <laughs> it's so loud we're in the front row we need a caution we need a caution we're yelling like yelling yelling and then sure enough Bubba. Caution, turn two, Bubba Wallace, spin it. We're like, ah! <laughs> everyone went nuts because we're, everyone knew exactly what needed to happen. Otherwise, it was, who was it? Was it Kurt Busch still in the lead at that point? No, it was Kyle, Kyle and uh, Logano. Yeah, there. that's who it was. So Kyle, it was Kyle Busch's race to lose, basically. The caution gave us life, essentially. And uh, as you all know, I'm sure, um, and if you don't, I'm about to tell you, 
last lap, Kyle and Kurt was green, white, checkered. Kyle and Kurt were pretty much dead even the entire time. They never left each other's sides or bumpers. It was amazing. And we were right in turn four when they came out, and Kyle gave Kurt a little shot, yeah. and he got wiggle. He wiggled a little bit. Kurt, or Kyle got loose. Oh, it was fan freaking tastic, man! Great finish. And of all the Bush brothers to win, my favorite, Kurt, Bush brother my favorite Bush brother by far is Kurt Bush. I like so, Kurt, dude. I do. I too. used to not like him at all, but I, I like him. A lot. Well, when he raced for Penske and was an absolute hothead, kind of like Kyle is, I absolutely hated him. Now, do I think Kyle's going to calm down like Kurt did? No. Absolutely not. Kyle's always going to be a douche. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed seeing Kurt win. And that's the second time out of, like, I probably went to, I guess, eight races now, six, seven second races. night race at two. So. But, yeah, our second official, my second official night race I went to, that and Bristol, both both night races I've ever seen in my life, Kurt Busch has won. Probably the same paint scheme and everything. Yeah. Well, he had the monster energy at the well, he did have the monster energy this last one too it was just so, different yeah. numbers yeah. yeah i can't remember what he had last year it was either monster energy or the haas so yeah but he won bristol last year and then he wins kentucky this year so but overall experience of that race amazing because uh, we got there around what time we get there probably it was like three yeah three their time and the race started at seven, seven their time so we had about four hours to toy around we sat out in the car or out in the parking lot and tailgated for about two or so um, got burnt. Got it was pretty. It was pretty toasty out there. It was hot. Luckily, there was a tiny bit of a breeze, at least yeah. a hint of a breeze. So sitting in the sun sucked. But if you didn't really think about it too much, it wasn't that bad. In my opinion, it wasn't God, I didn't terrible. Think it was that bad. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was. We were sweating the entire time, but it wasn't Bristol unbearable. Right. Bristol sucks when you're in a tent and it's just cooking the tent. It's an oven. It's it's terrible. But this was fine. This is perfectly fine. Um, and then we walked up to the track. Went to the little Kentucky Speedway gift shop. Checked out a bunch of their overpriced stuff. Bought a hat. Ken bought a uh, NASCAR and just a like a. I don't want to call it generic because generic is like a word for it's like just crappy, a but it's plain it's, trucker it's, hat. It's, with dude, a NASCAR it's nice. Logo. I like this hat. It's just a classic like generic NASCAR hat, man. But it's a good simple. hat. I bought my buddy um, a hat. Yep. Uh, I was trying to get my wife something because she likes. I guess she's officially a Chase Elliott fan now. That's right. But um, I we didn't really find anything that she liked. I didn't either. Like oh, there I was thought, really yeah there really wasn't a whole lot. I think there's gonna be more stuff at Bristol because oh, you got the fanatics. Got to be well. So I don't understand. I thought the fanatics went everywhere, but see, I don't think I don't I don't think it does just yeah. because the market's not there, there Kentucky, was, at the Kentucky compared to Bristol or compared yeah. to Talladega or compared to like these bigger tracks. The whole atmosphere is way more boring at Kentucky. Oh yeah. Those Tacomas and that Tundra, that was freaking sweet though. Yeah, they not had, that we got to drive them or anything. Yeah, but, but they had a two TRD pros there. Same color. Actually they had three. They had the the Forerunner too. Yeah. They were right. all that like Toyota blue, blue whatever, yeah. sky blue. Oh, they're so beautiful. So sexy. All TRD pros. All freaking fifty five to seventy thousand yeah. dollars. But they were amazing. And yeah, we I looked sat up in, the, that Tundra. It starts at like 60. So The Toyota Pro? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's without probably like... That one had like a sunroof and had like, I'm sure, all kinds of heated seats and the stuff. Which... Sidesteps alone are like 800 bucks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, they're the automatic ones, I think. No, they're oh, they weren't. hard yeah, side, well, side steps. They're, don't, oh, man, them trucks are so sexy, dude. But that's a lot of money. Ken's in the market for a new Tacoma, by the way. So I'm trying to convince him to spoil himself and yeah. go ahead and get a TRD Pro. I want one, but that's oh, like 42 man. starting out. Yeah, easy, easy. So, um, but yeah, they had. I mean, if you've ever been to a NASCAR race, if they have a lot of booths set up as far as manufacturers, so like Chevy, Ford, Toyota, used to be Dodge, but now Dodge is out of NASCAR, which I hope they come back eventually. But 
you know, whenever, when in Rome. Uh, so a lot of booths set up, a lot of cool stuff. Quaker State was there because it was obviously their race. So they had a big booth set up. Um, just you get a lot of free stuff. So you get a lot of souvenirs as far as like posters and shirts. You can win shirts. You can win all kinds of stuff. Speaking of which, we won. We each caught uh, out of our whole group. We took six. We caught two shirts. Um, that was pretty funny because, you know, every, I don't know, it was probably every 100 laps or so, they'd get a group of probably like eight of the workers or staff and they'd throw shirts out. And they had these Kentucky, like it was like 20 years of racing shirts or something like that. And they had a big cannon, a t-shirt cannon they'd shoot, and then they would throw some in the lower decks. But we're front row. And they're literally right in front of us because we're front row. And so they start down to our left, farther into turn four. And we're like, well, they're not going to come down here. They're just going to throw that section. Then they end up, end, up, end up moving to our section eventually. And they're like kneeling in front of us, like about to start throwing. Like everyone's like, oh, me, me, me. And I make eye contact with the guy who's got the shirts. And I'm like, hey. I like wink at him, give him like a little gun finger thing. I'm like, hey, you got me, dude. You got me. And he just laugh. He just kind of smiles and looks away. And then he's throwing, he's throwing. I'm like, come on, man. Come on, man. And then eventually, Underhand. yeah. And then he just like <laughs> looks away and just underhands, hits me right in the chest. I'm like, yeah. You know, like my boy, that's my boy. And then I think Kelsey had gotten one too. My sister-in-law thinks she ended up getting one too from a girl that tossed it to her. But uh, the only thing about those kind of things at any sporting event um, is usually you have no idea what size you're getting. It's nope. anywhere from probably large to like 2X. You're either getting a blanket. Yeah, or, or I think there was a medium. Did. I think I the guy one the guy threw me, which obviously he can't see the size, but he threw me a medium, and then the one that Kelsey caught was an XL. So we just switched basically. So I got my XL and I'm good to go. Um, and I think she got a medium. She probably she wears a small, but she can fit into a medium. So uh, that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, all in all, good. Exp- I love experiencing a race like that. I just love going, especially with my wife. It was cool. The Xfinity race was like loaded of wreck, like with wrecks in turn four. Yeah, and then yeah. we had like one spin out in yeah. turn four. And then when Chase Elliott at the end hit the wall, that was it. He kind yeah. of got loose and tapped the wall and rode the wall Which for like out, half a like, turn right at the start. So that sucked for me, and then. Jimmy Johnson had a crap day too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blaney did it pretty well, I think. He did all right. Yeah, he did. He did pretty well. Um, he just he was, I think he had a penalty, maybe a pit some pit road penalty yeah, or I some sort him of something. Through. Yeah, something happened to him to where he got cycled back, or it was like he was on pit road when they went under caution or something like that, or I don't know. Something happened to where it caused him to be really far back in the pack and um, he just had to work his way up and he didn't have a great enough car to be able to just slice and dice through the field like that if you can work yourself back in at Kentucky <clears throat> you've got a really good car yeah and I think there's only two cars that could have ever that could have even dreamt of doing that and that's Kyle Busch and Joey Logano yeah they were the only two cars that could have done that all day um, which but, Chase worked himself back up there too like in the top 12 or so yeah but it's it just work out. once you hit that it's like the same with uh, Ryan I think as soon as he hit like 7th or 8th he just stopped. Yeah. And basically the only thing that brought him even closer was cautions. You know, something some, – or green flag pit stops or a strategy, you know, paying off. And that's the only thing that would bring him back to, you know, uh, up the, up towards the front anyways. So, uh, let's see. Who else? Oh, William Byron also. He had a pretty decent car, though, because he did that pass through. And um, he was at the end of the – basically, Kyle, Kyle and Kurt or Kyle and Joey – were racing each other, and they were behind, or they were right behind uh, Bowman, or not? Sorry, not Bowman. Uh, Byron, he he passed through after a penalty. I think he was too fast entering or something like that. So we had to do a pass through, 
and he can't want by the time he came back out on pit road the leaders were like maybe like four seconds behind him if they were on yeah, him I remember that. hard but he they never caught him they never caught him he just kept slowly losing and losing and losing and i was like man he's got a fast car if he's losing them guys you know that being said, he also had cleaner air because they were running into his dirty air and he had his own clean air. So that may have been it because I know with these cars, a lot of times it's the air quality. You know, if they have clean air, they're they're great. But the minute they get, you can have a great handling clean air car. As soon as you get to dirty air, it sucks. Garbage. You know, but by the time you adjust for, you know, dirty air, you get clean air and it sucks again. So it's, it's kind of a pain in the butt, but it is what it is. So I just looked at your bush light, Ken, Ken, and, and thought, about the recent news we've received. Did it show him? Because I didn't see it. Uh, yeah, he sent a picture. I didn't see a picture of the can, though. He didn't? No. Um, if you actually go to, just Google it, and it'll come up. But anyways, if you haven't heard, Bush Light is coming out with Bush Latte cans. I mean, that's what everyone calls them anyways, right? Because they're fantastic. So Bush Latte is going to be officially sold on cans and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's only going to be available in six states. And the closest one to Indiana is See, Missouri. It doesn't have a picture of it, though. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. Uh, you can probably scroll down in the article. If Go to the art. Just look up Bush Latte, and it'll pop up. But, yeah, only available in, like, six or seven seven states. And the closest one is Missouri. So if we took a road trip to St. Louis, yeah. two and a half hours away, two hours away, we could get us some Bush Latte cans. Or we could probably order some. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. We could probably just order some and get it here in the next couple weeks. So... That would be cool, and I would really like Bush Latte. Something Bush Latte. Did you get the other pictures I sent today to the group about the sticker and the, uh, the doormat? Oh, uh, the Bush? The Bush Latte doormat yeah. or sticker, because we could totally get a sticker and put that on the back of our bus. be perfect. So, um, yeah, but I don't know why I just – actually, I know exactly why I thought of that, because I saw your can. But, <laughs> yeah, we need we need some Bush Latte stuff in our life, man. But, uh, yeah, so – Anyways, anything else about Kentucky? I'm trying to think of anything else about Kentucky that was really cool. Drive wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. I fell asleep on the way home, so that really wasn't that bad. Yeah, lucky for you. I was driving there and back. MBD. Um, no, I was I was tired on the way back. I was ready to go home and go to sleep. We got home probably like 1.30 in the morning, yeah, 2 so in the morning. I got in bed after I showered and got all the tar off of me. It was 2 o'clock. Oh, dude, it was so gross. We had like... I literally scrubbed, yeah. like, and scrubbed, and it was still in between, like, like imagine, like, right, in, I guess, on the, the opposite of your weenus, the inside <laughs> of your elbow, was just covered in, like, tar and yeah. rubber and stuff, because them cars, obviously, were right there. We're constantly getting pelted. I had my yellow Ryan Blaney shirt on that just was peppered, looks Have like Have you peppered. seen yourself on TV yet? No, I haven't. Like, Did you? It, I can tell it's you, because your shirt is yeah. yellow, but, I mean, you can't tell it's you. Yeah, but you, you just see a yellow know. spot yeah. right there. Yeah, I tried to look a little bit in like the NASCAR radioactive or the NASCAR like videos on YouTube, but I haven't actually. As crazy watched, as watched. I was going when Kurt won, I was hoping I'd be on TV, like yeah. slow mo. Like, well, it was cool because we're, since we're in the front row, we have like like five extra feet of concrete in front of us to like jump up and yeah. like fist pump That's why and I like all that sort of stuff. There, you don't have yeah. to worry about anything because that way we can actually celebrate. Whereas, uh-huh. as we know, if you sit really close to each other, like when we went to the Pacers game years ago, <laughs> Ken was officially drinking and he had a beer there and. Paul George had a breakaway like windmill dunk or something like that and I stood up and fist pumped and jumped and I punched the beer out of Ken's lap or hand (laughs) and it spilled all over the lady in front of us and she was pissed she was so mad she just kept looking back at us like are you gonna say something like oh my gosh like husband beat them beat them up you know it was pretty funny but oh my dog's down here they left after that they did they they were gone they were that she was that mad ladies if you're listening 
do not do that. Yeah. It's an accident. I, I, I don't think. Yeah, can't apologize. I don't think I apologize because I had no idea I did it. I had no idea what was going on. I, I didn't even feel me, myself hit the beer. So oh, can't times. apologize though, and she still treated us like scum. Yeah. But I just don't get. It. I got get it. You're upset. You got a beer spilt on you. But come on, I'm su- I'm a super understanding guy. We were just talking about this before. But when he told me originally told me the story about the B or the yeah, the BMV, if someone does something like that to me, I'm I'm gonna be upset. But if they apologize, I'm like, look, man, it's cool. I can't change the fact that it happened. I'm not gonna instantly get dry because I'm pissed off at you. So not a big deal. Just don't let it happen again. Or I'll kill you. Or I will probably punch <laughs> you in the mouth. So yeah, as I just kept thinking, I don't know why I'm thinking of this right now, but uh, when we went to that a day to remember concert, and those guys in front of us looked like just trash yeah and we're like these guys look kind of like sketchy, sketchy. and then they punched the phone out of my hand yeah and i'm pretty sure those are the same guys that got kicked out they later did, on because they're literally elbowing people in the face it was ridiculous and like they're not even in a mosh pit they're just like in the back swinging because we did not want to get on that i mean no we thought we were about that life yeah we thought so until we got started. there we're like nope <laughs> not for us we're just gonna stand in the back sway along kind of do a little <laughs> clapping and sing because we know all their songs well you had me at hello I you had me at, yeah yeah you know you gave me butterflies at the mailbox you know so uh, yeah, we're back there, and these dudes are just back there swinging on people, and it's just we're, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, and then security came up and got him. The dude was shirtless, I think. Yeah. Like, it was just come on, Remember man. Remember that dude at the end that was like super tanked, and he was huge. This guy was big, and he like the like the crowd spread out, and it was just like right in front of us, and we're like, oh my god, this guy's gonna come murder us. Remember that dude? Yes. And then he yes. took our hands. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crazy! Another crazy story about that. So. As I already told you, I got my phone punched out of my hand. Literally before the opening act, which is Chunk No Captain Chunk, they came out. I was recording their intro. This dude, I ended up getting kicked out, literally punches my phone out of my hand. It goes flying like 40 feet in front of us. Yeah, like on purpose. I was like, what the hell, man? He's like, oh, yeah. Like kept dancing and stuff. And then, but he goes flying up in the air, lands on the ground. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I obviously I tried like instinct was trying to go for it, but everyone's packed in their like, yeah. sardines up front, and that's when me and Kim are like, we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> We're gonna die. We're gonna suffocate. We're gonna be one of those statistics that die. So we got out of there, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I lost my phone. Lost my phone. Ken, text my phone, see what happens. So Ken texts his phone, says, hey, if you have this phone, meet us here. You know, I'm you know I have my number is this. Text me on your phone because you can't unlock because it, it was obviously locked from my phone. Uh, but he's like, text me and meet us here. And then we got a text and saying, "Hey, I'll meet you. I have your the phone. I'll meet you here." We're like, "Oh, cool! Someone has it." Like, and this was probably thirty minutes after this. It had happened. Yeah. It was a little while after, so I went thirty minutes just pissed off because I didn't have my phone. And it was even if I found it again, I was like, "It's gonna be shattered. It's gonna be destroyed." So this guy comes running up to us. We're like the very very back. It's, this is the Egyptian room in Indianapolis. So we're in the very very back, right by the two big doors. Like right between them at the bar area, and this kid comes running up, like, "Hey, I have your phone!" He hands it to us and takes off running again. We're like, "Thanks, dude!" Like he just took off, like he just came down. Here's your phone, and then took off again, like he was trying to get his spots because this is right between I think Chunks set and of my cement set probably. And uh, so he handed it to us. It took back off towards the front, like he's like, "I don't want to lose my spot," basically. And I'm like, "Dude, that's awesome! I have my phone." I think it was cracked, but it wasn't as it bad was. as I thought it, it was. I thought it was like really cracked. I don't. I don't think it was as cracked as like. I expected it to be. I think it was definitely cracked. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like as bad as I figured it was or fully expected. So, anyways, we're like, "Oh, I cannot believe we just got my phone back." Well, I'm gonna keep this bad boy in my pocket the rest of the dang yeah. night. You know, don't film in mosh pits. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, moral of the story: don't film in mosh pits. But one of the craziest parts about this is, right after the concert, we're like, "We need something to eat. Let's go to Steak and Shake." We haven't went to Steak and Shake in a while. 
the dude that found my phone was at Steak and Shake. <laughs> and I was like, I should totally buy that guy's dinner. But I'm cheap and I'm young and I barely have a job that pays dog crap. So no. I spent all my gas money to get I spent all my gas money and money on these tickets. So not happening. Uh, yeah. Sorry, but If you're dude. randomly listening for some reason. Yeah, some crazy reason, you know. We appreciate it's, you. Yeah, it's, it was so much fun, dude. And I'm so glad it happened because now it's a story to tell because I got my phone back. What was also funny was the place right across the street was having like Disney on ice or something. Oh, it was so funny. So there's like all these little kids in there that got in the wrong line. And... Well, well, I think it was the same line because oh, it was it? just in the other side of the building. Oh, okay. So Disney, like Egyptian room is right here. And then there's another room that had um, like the old national room or some, some sort of other room, but it's right there in, or on upstairs. We were upstairs and then downstairs was the Disney. So it was so weird because in the same line, you see a bunch of little kids and me and Ken are just like, why are all these little kids these like parents are yeah terrible. what the heck like this little girl's like four and a half five years old and she has this you know tutu on and she's ready to go watch a day to remember you know and we're like oh crap and they're like no there's a disney blah 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 here today we're like, oh that, that makes, makes so much more sense i really thought you were a terrible parent yeah. like <laughs> that's basically what it was but now that, that was that was a good night too that was a good night but back to nascar stuff i guess since that's what our podcast is yeah. about we've we've got gotten off on uh, some some food restaurants and stuff and then we talked about some concerts yeah so pocono so pocono coming up looking pretty cool the tricky triangle we've already been there once this year which i've already forgotten who won yeah me too um i, f- and, I feel like if i thought really hard about it i could probably figure it out. see i'm trying to figure out who I, I i don't know either way it's gonna be a good race because i mean uh, basically the drivers that normally are good every week are going to be just as good this week harvick's good there hamlin's good there logano's good there kyle bush is good there martin trick's good there blaney's good there Chelly, i'm sure chase elliott's pretty good there is that where bush daddy won kurt bush or kyle? no no busher oh busher yeah he won yeah. there in two, 2016 yeah thank you to mother nature he did but so I mean, still win still, still that dub still that dub still Jameis winston eating dubs man so maybe maddie d will get one man dude i really but i see if he wins i want him to win like Full up, straight on, oh, beating someone to the finish. Definitely. Like him and Harvick are battling or something. Like he battle, he not just beats out someone, but he beats like a big guy out. Like he beats Kyle Busch out. That would be freaking amazing. And then they have like a really heated ending. And then Kyle Busch thinks he can beat up Matt. And then and Matt D Matt, kicks his. Yeah. Oh, he's a big dude. He's a huge dude. He's big. He's, he's a cool dude. He's a really cool dude. So my dog's staring at Ken right now. I'm gonna stare down. Uh oh. Here she comes. Yep, she's coming up to him now. Hey, Myla, can you speak for the crowd? Can you speak? Can you speak? speak? Give us a speak. 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 <laughs> there she is. That's a good girl. Hey, lay down. Lay down. She's not really listening today. Yeah, so, man, I should tell my wife to pick up some ice cream or something for me on the way home. Something to what eat. What time she get home? She's at the fair tonight, so the Vandenberg County Fair. Um, she's probably getting ready to head home, I'd say, by now. Because I think Kelsey has to work tomorrow. Her mom has to work tomorrow. And it is 9.30 here right now. So, I don't know. <laughs> Look at all that hair that just came It's off. so gross. Look, I, I'll lay on the ground. It's disgusting. I just vacuumed down here like uh, that's funny. three days ago, Myla. Three days ago. <laughs> don't give me that look. She's adorable. I wouldn't trade you for the world. Sit. Speak. <laughs> that's my girl. So, um, yeah, but going back to Pocono, that would be a track I'd love to go see, but there's really no good seats to watch the race. race. Yeah. 
And it's, yeah, it's not really like a, I guess a neck and neck race. I feel like that's definitely a track that tends to get spread out too. So, um, would be a boring race, but I still would like to go see the track. Kyle Busch won. He did win earlier this year? Yeah. Okay, that's what, that was going to be one of my obvious guesses. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think he sweeps the sweeps the track this year. I think it'll be someone else. I think Denny Hamlin gets a little bit of revenge this week, and I think he'll get it. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and uh, Eric Jones had some beef. Yeah, because Ricky, R- Ricky uh, Spinhouse Jr. is a freaking Spinhouse. douche. He's a douche canoe, man. <laughs> I hate that guy so much, he said man. he's going to get him back. Yeah, and he's like, when he's fighting for a spot in a playoff, so I'm going to get him back. It's like, dude, come on. Really? Like, and I was looking at a bunch of comments on Twitter, and you, or, uh, yeah, it's just Twitter, looking at a bunch of replies and stuff, and it's like, people are saying, well, Ricky Stenhouse has won more races, and he's accomplished a little more. I'm like, he's been, also been racing for, Forever. like, a long time. Like, I think he's, they said it's, this is his eighth full-time season, maybe. So it's like, he's been racing for so long, and he has, like, three wins. Yeah. All that restrictor plate tracks that anybody can win. Literally anybody can win. He has three wins. That's it. Jones has one. Yes, it's another restrictor plate yeah. race. But, but he also finishes. But he, he's consistently one. in the top ten, it, it feels like. And he is, I th- he's on the cusp, man. I think he's on the cusp of at least getting the first win, if not breaking through, uh, to being, a, I mean, a contender every single week. So, um, so two weeks in a row he's got third yeah so i like eric jones I th- he was my he was your driver he was my driver my gut pick for a first driver but then i picked blaney i like them both but i think i'm, I'm if I, I had to pick one i'd pick blaney but i think it'd be cool i, I would love to see eric jones get a dub too um but like i said recce spinhouse jr can get out of nascar did you you didn't watch the xfinity race did you no i did not uh Paul Menard straight up dumped. Dude, uh, oh Burton's yeah, son. Bert, yeah, Jeb or uh, was it Jeb? Jeb? I Burton? think it's Jeff's son. Yeah, it's Jeff's son. Yeah, yeah. it's Harrison Burton. That's so yeah, commentating up there. It was yeah. funny because he's were like, on "Oh those, no!" Yeah, yeah, they were on those two when it happened. It's not like it was like, "Oh, we got a wreck in turn yeah. four. It was they were literally they were literally talking on about those it. Cameras. And they're like, "Yeah, talking about basically the the old like, yeah." So what do you think of it now that you're you're a father up here in the booth watching your son race? Like, well, that's pretty cool. Got a good head on his shoulders. Blah blah blah. This that. And he has, uh, as Paul Menard goes on, oh, he's pissing. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh, dad's going to yeah. be mad. Paul didn't like him, so he just got rid of him. Yeah, and it, did it, was, you... it was cute, dude, because, like, his little, he's 18 years old. Yeah, whatever. he's a kid. And Paul Menard's a pretty big guy. And at least he looked like him compared to him. And he's sitting there, like, heated, like, in his face. And, and Paul's just, like, calm as hell. Just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Paul was like basically like, yeah, yeah, I absolutely dumped you. You darn right, I dumped you. Like, and the dude was like, "What did you do that for, man? I didn't touch." You. And he's like, "You hit me twice, so yeah, I hit you once. Yeah. And I, you spun out, and I didn't." And he's like, "Dude, I barely got into you." And the funny thing was, Paul Menard, he's a jack. I think he was a jackass when it comes to that. I completely agree with Harrison Burton. Yes, he did give he did get underneath of uh, of Menard and get into him a little bit, but it was so light. Yeah. That it didn't even put a mark on Paul Menard's car, straight dumb. because he tried to point on his car like you hit me in the in the left. He's like he's like where where's it at? Where's the mark? And he's like, you hit me, man. <laughs> it's just like, come on. If, you, if there's not even a mark on your car, you can't dump someone right. for that. You know, like I get it, and I think it's just because Menard's frustrated because he has he not had a great career. Yeah. He's in the sport because of money. Yeah, simply that he's in the sport because of money. If he would not have been in the sport because of money, if he had the last name Shemelsky or uh, Schmuckatelli, he would be 
in the truck series, and that's about it, probably. Maybe Xfinity, but that would be it. Actually, he'd probably be out of NASCAR by now because yeah. if, if you're not in the not you're in the big cut, big boys by like I don't know, you're probably seven or eight. You're you're not going to be. You may be in the truck series. There's like lifelong truck series yeah. drivers, but there's lifelong Xfinity series guys too. But yeah, but I just I don't think he would be a guy that would. I don't, I, if if he had the last name Schmuckatelli, I don't think he would be. <laughs> you know, I don't think he'd be in NASCAR anymore. He's been racing for a long time. I, don't know, I, just I think it's over 10 years, and he has nothing to show for it. It was hilarious, though. Just that the whole, yeah, the whole father son moment. And then was, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm proud of my boy as someone dumps him. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, like I said, I completely side with uh, Harrison Burton on that because I think Paul Menard's a chump. He's overrated. I think he's overrated. Denny Hamlin said shit. <laughs> that was so <laughs> funny, too. It? I did actually watch it. I did watch it. The whole time I was like, I feel like he's going to cuss. So he's like, well, because he kept going. Ah, yeah, know, I know, I know. Like, like pausing and like, but, but, like he didn't know what to say because he was so pause mad. Was so long. I was like, okay, he's thinking before he speaks. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, shit. Second sucks. You know. Oh, it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. As as Kevin Harvick's doing donuts in the background yeah. and like on his <laughs> Actually, car. Actually, like, no, he did Woo! it. He said, uh, "I'm not." He didn't burn burn those tires at all. He said, "We got to use this motor again, so I'm not going to roast these tires." That paint paint scheme was pretty sweet, though. I did like it was an Outback, right? It was no, out. it was uh, it was but, wildlife. Yeah, that's what it was. Park yeah, Foundation. national parks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice paint scheme. I did like it too. Um, but yeah, I it was so funny because he was as Kevin Harvick's on the hood of his car, like fists in the air and everything. You see him in the background, and he's like, "Shit, Shit. second sucks," <laughs> which is a great song. But I did remember, by the way. Yeah, they should have keyed that up. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. But yeah, the whole there's so it's it's gonna be interesting to see from now on the whole because now it's starting to get crunch time. Boyer terrible weekend, and that's like his fifth terrible weekend in a row. He is literally dropped. He's not went anywhere but down as far as point standing. So he is in some trouble. Typical. And it's Larson about time. It's yeah. It's about you. time for him to start winning, or that's it. That like it's about almost time for the winner or you're out playoff mm-hmm. time for everybody. Especially the guys that are like seventeenth or back, far, or, or uh, like twentieth or back. If you're not, and Jimmy's currently out right now. Yeah, and I think Boyer is too. Um, but it's Boyer. See, that's the thing. We so I was looking at the power rankings earlier today. The NASCAR power rankings they come out with them every week. But I just don't see why NASCAR does power rankings because I feel like you put like like Eric Jones. You put Eric Jones in like. I don't know, Chris Busher's car, like JT Darty car, or Matt DiBenedetto's car. Yeah, he may be better driver than them, but he's not going to get much better than what they've gotten out yeah. of it. Where you put him in, a, he put him in a Joe Gibbs machine, and he does really well. So I don't feel like it's as much on the driver as it is as like another sport. Like football power rankings are a thing, baseball power rankings are a thing because it's it's a sport played and affected by the person. Yeah, you know the, the player itself. Whereas NASCAR, you could have a mechanical failure every single week but be the best driver. Dale Earnhardt could have literally blown a tire every single week, and he would have went down as the guy that wrecks a lot, tires yeah. up cars, even though it wasn't his fault. It's like you can't – I just don't like the – I don't like NASCAR doing power rankings because – and when I looked at him today, it's like they have Bowman at like 10th, and he keeps climbing. I'm like, okay, he won a race, cool, and he's he's been consistently in the top like 10, 15, but it's like I don't think he's better than Blaney talent-wise. I don't think he's better than uh, – let's see, who else do they have behind him? I think they had Suarez behind him, 
But like these guys are all young and they're doing just as good, if not better, than him. And they're younger and more inex- inexperienced than him. And I'm like, I just, I don't like really care for the power rankings too much as far as NASCAR goes. It's, uh, I don't know, like you're saying, you could be the best driver in the world, but have a crap car. Yeah, it's and, like and you're getting screwed. a crappy go kart at a yeah. go kart track. And then like Boyer, I think they had Boyer really low in the power ranks. I'm like, that dude, that dude's like really good. He just has been unlucky. I think he's just been honestly unlucky. He's had car malfunctions and he's had just been caught up in wrecks that shouldn't he shouldn't have been caught up in like when the, like last week at uh or no it was this week at new hampshire he got cleared by a spotter to cut up in front of truex mm. but he cut up right on his nose like that's not his fault that's the spotter's fault not to say like hey screw you spotter but that is that's the, yeah. on the spotter unless now if he just didn't care and listen to the spotter and thought he was clear boom he cuts over and his that's fault. that's totally his fault. I get that. That's that's a misjudgment that he probably shouldn't have done. And but those guys, he's the kind of guy that'll be the first to admit. Like, yeah, I thought I was clear and I jumped up because he's done it before. Yeah, he did that. He did at it. At, yeah, at Daytona, exactly. He calls the big one because he thought he was clear and jumped up. Well, hell, he did that at both Daytonas. Didn't he wrecked the most recent one too? Didn't he? That was yeah. him and that was that was Dylan, the one he right? did it. That was the only one he did it in. Yeah. No, the the yeah the first race of the year we watched that over at Kyle's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, thought he cleared Menard or something. I forgot who it was. He made a really big wreck in that race, too. I thought Jimmy was the one that was wrecking everybody the first few weeks. <laughs> Jimmy wrecked at the uh, shootout or whatever mm-hmm. the heck it was. and then the Duels uh, or whatever the heck. Oh, I yeah, the shootout. Boyer definitely wrecked big time in the <clears throat> first Daytona. Yeah. So, but I think Boyer, it may just be me, but I think Boyer is way better than like 11th or 12th where they had him on the power rankings. So, Because I, I think you could easily just say, Kyle Busch, number one, maybe like a Joey Logano, Matt Ken- or uh, Matt, or not Matt Kenseth, <laughs> Kevin Harvick, number two, three spot, you know, Martin Truex, number four, and you could like basically the top ten. I don't think the top ten could change at all, like at all ever, you know. But it's just they try to change it up just because based on their previous performance. So I get it in the fact that they're changing it on their like maybe it's like rankings after so and so or the, like rankings after this previous race, but they're making it sound like. This is where they are talent wise. Yeah. Is what I'm taking it as, and I'm like, that's not it at all. You know, that that that's not even close. Like Jimmy thinks that factor in. Yeah, exactly. And I just because, like I said, you don't have and a NASCAR driver does not have the control that a, a, a like a a football team does. You know, they don't have the control because they can't control the car. Whereas the yes, you could say the football team, uh, the quarterback can't control the receivers. He can't make them catch the ball, but it's a little bit different because you're not relying on a machine. You're relying on True. another person. So, um, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't really like the power rankings too much just cause I look at them every week too, just to see what kind of bull crap I'm going to find on there. But I just usually get mad cause I'm like, there's no way freaking so-and-so Joe Blow over here should be, Paul Menard should be seventh just cause he had one good week where he placed second. Shouldn't be seventh, which he wasn't. I'm What's that guy from Indiana that just won? Justin Haley. Like, yeah, like, oh, Justin <laughs> Haley climbs one. into to number 17th from previously not ranked. It's like, he won one race, and it was a rain-shortened race. God love him because he's from Indiana. But, no, he won one race that was rain-shortened. You can't put him in the power rankings. So, um, which Chris Buescher was ranked 20th in the power rankings after previously not being ranked. So. But he's actually decent. I love I love Chris Buescher. I love me some Chris Buescher. Love it. And I think so. Chris Bush is going to be my dark horse all the time. My dark horse root for guy. Yours is Matt D. Yeah, I like Matt I'm D. Saying it now. All right, saying it now. So basically, if Chris Busher or Matt D ever wins, we're going to be like, "I told you so." We're going to be like, "Ah, oh, he's my favorite." 
just because we love those guys too. Supporting them since day yeah, one. Exactly. Exactly. Supporting them since day one of 2019, baby. That's you right. know. So uh, it's like uh, I don't know. I don't like I said. Don't really care for the power rankings. So I think I've said that enough. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for this this coming week though. Pocono just I just love watching the races. You know. I like so. how I get one weekend off a month, and like the last, it seems like every time I have a day off to actually sit down and watch the race, I always go do something. You do, yeah, you're doing something, you're busy doing something. But I always squeak in those other races that I actually have to go to work. I'll either try to like watch it at work or stay up to lose sleep or whatever to just watch it. Yeah, yeah. Which this weekend, I am playing in that Hunter Stevens, or not Hunter Stevens, I always want to say Hunter Stevens. I am playing in the Jason Stevens Memorial Softball Tournament. So. Our first game, though, isn't until Saturday morning at 8. But I think... That's early. Yeah, it's pretty early. So I think... Well, because it's like hour-long games uh, or 55-minute games timed. Um, or there's different run rules and stuff, but it's 55 minutes or an hour-long games. That way they can speed it up, play, basically play a game every hour. Um, so our first game's at 8, and then I think there's a game every hour, an hour and 10 minutes or something like that. Um, and it's double elimination. So if we lose our first two games, we're out. But I don't know when we'd play our first two games. So it's like we may play one, and then we may not play for another three or four hours. But it's pretty cool because it's going to be basically a tailgate. So we're going to play, and then go tailgate, Get watch drunk. it. <laughs> I mean, some people might. I'm going not going to because I'm going to be playing sports, and I can't Literally do that. Literally right next to your work. <laughs> yeah, right next. Right, my the sheriff's office is right across the road. So um it's gonna be fun though and that's another thing we could i'd say we could take the bus to everyone would love that but it's legal now so totes so uh yeah i can't i mean it's it's gonna be fun i can't wait i haven't played softball in a while so i can't i'm so excited but uh yeah saturday let's see the the, actually the tournament starts friday night there's two games friday night at seven and eight and then um so i might go watch those just to check them out and then uh, we're setting up all of our stuff friday night or tents and stuff or canopies like I said, we're going to be there all day Saturday for the most part, unless we lose really quick, which hopefully we'll win at least one or two games. But I think we might also be going to Tri-State. Well, I know we're not taking the bus up there, but we might be going to yeah, Tri-State. Yeah, why aren't you guys taking the bus? Uh, I think Jared said something about he couldn't get a spot. So I think you have to, you would have to – it's a USAC sprint week, so a lot of people – it's going to be packed Saturday. So a lot of people will be there, and there will be a lot of RVs and stuff like that. So I don't know that we'll – I don't think there's going to be enough open spots for us. And there might be spots there, but you, I think you had to reserve them by now or something, or you would have had to have reserved them. So um, I, I wouldn't mind going to that because the last uh, race I went to up there got rained out, and we'd already paid our entry and got our ticket and stuff. So if you just kept the ticket stub, get in now. you can get in, which i got to make sure I still have it, which I'm pretty sure I do. Hope to God I still have it. Um, so we might go to that. I might see if Blake wants to go. That's if we get done with that um, tournament in time. If not, I'm going to wait till uh, the last USAC versus MSCS race, which be, is a 10,000 to win race. It's going to be pretty cool. So when when's that? I want to say it's a weekend in October. Is it October 14th weekend? I don't know. Is that your weekend off? Yeah. Okay. It's well, Vega weekend. Ooh. Yeah. It's going to be an off weekend uh, or a weekend in October, I believe early October or sometime late September. So, I don't know. I have to look at the schedule. But, yeah, I can't wait. Tri-State's always a lot of fun, especially you sat guys. They're, they're bosses, man. But, yeah, it's Indiana Sprint Week, which are you familiar with that? Nope. It's basically like seven nights, like five different racetracks. 
Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> like, the first track is, like, I don't know, somewhere up north, so maybe, like, Kokomo or Gas City or something. And then the next night they go here, and then they skip a night, and then the next night they go here, and they skip a night, and the next night they go here, and then the next night they go to Tri-State. I think Tri-State's always the last race. But, like, they'll race on a Monday through Saturday. They'll race, like, five different racetracks or four different racetracks. Okay. Like, it's awesome. And the grand awesome. prize is 10000 The grand prize at Tri-State is 10000 I was going to say 10000 for all of it. See, I'm not sure if all the other ones are 10000 or not. But um, if you win Sprint Week, you also get more money. So, if you, they, like, obviously have points for USAC, but they also have points for just Sprint Week. So, like, you can win just Sprint Week. And I think you get a prize for that, too. So... It's 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 fun. Uh, one year, <clears throat> whenever we were younger, I went with Jared, and we went to three of the races during Sprint Week. Went to uh, Terre Haute, and we went to Brownstown, and then we went to I think we went to Tri State, and or Bloomington. Sorry, it's Bloomington, and uh, Tri State. Or I mean, sorry, Terre Haute got rained out, so we didn't get to watch that race. But we got to see a race at Bloomington, and we got to see a race at um, Brownstown. So that was a lot of fun. I've and only I, been to Tri State once. You've only been there once. It's so much fun, dude. It's so badass. Little tiny quarter mile track, or sorry, eighth mile track. Super small. Yeah. Awesome. So much fun. So we need to go to the Gateway with the bus. Yeah, I mean, nice little just party weekend because it's a bush race they, or uh, Xfinity race. They race Indy there too. Do they really? Yeah. Do they have like a course or do they actually no, it's race just circle track? track? Huh. You know what? I also wouldn't mind going and watching sometime NHRA. I'd like to I've go see. Him. Yeah. I'd like to go see him. The closest I've gotten to that was uh, we went down to uh, Beachman Park in Kentucky, uh, as uh, my family did, like two or three years in a row. And one of the years, uh, it's the same weekend that they do circle track races and drag strip races. Both years we got to go to drag strip the drag strip races, but uh, both years the the circle track race the night before got rained out. Dude, you're cursed when it comes to rain. I know it's terrible. Every race I go to, it rains at. It seems, seems like, like. <laughs> so. But the uh, at the um, drag race at Beachman, uh, they had it's a bunch of street cars. Basically, people are like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to race my car. So they go up to it. And there's a couple cars that are actually like pro stock or souped up cars. And they had one, two nitro funny cars. They were old school ones, so they weren't like John Force's nitro funny car. Right. But they were like hopped up, running on alcohol nitro funny cars. They were pretty boss, and they were loud. And as soon they they came out, started it super loud, and then they did their burnout. And by the time they did their burnout, they didn't even, weren't even finished with it. My eyes were burning because I had all the alcohol in the air. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's in my eyes, you know. And I had to, like, squint to watch the race. And, and you know, four and a half seconds, it's over. Three seconds, it's over. So, what is she looking at? There was a tiny little lizard down here. There's been two tiny little lizards down here before. Maya just chases them. She just looks at him, like, paws at him. They keep running away around. She just chases them around. So... We've got quite a bit of tracks around here we can go to. Oh yeah, have to be you know cup level. Yeah, absolutely. And I I really want to see some racing at Nashville soon. That'd be cool to go see yeah. a race at the, the the state fairgrounds at Nashville. But uh, yeah, we got plenty of plenty of race race track area to go around. Plenty of dirt tracks. Plenty of pavement tracks. It'd be cool. So we we definitely have plenty of options. We just gotta go do it. Gotta find the time off to do it, man. Yeah. Busy schedules. So. Oh man! Actually, I had the power rankings pulled up. I was just trying to see who was number one. All that crap. They probably have Harvick moved up to at least. Let's see. No, they haven't been. No, wow, fourth. They haven't been fourth. I guess before this, he was seventh. 
Hmm. So, power rankings real quick. Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Martin Truex, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Brad Kay, Kurt Busch, Chase Elliott, Eric Almarola, which I just still don't see it. I guess he's, let's see, has just two top tens at Pocono with a dismal 24.6 average finish. They've both come in the past few seasons. Who does? But he's also only notched three top tens since Talladega this year. Almarola? Yes. Yeah, but he's also 98 points ahead of the cut line right now. So. Yeah, but that's because he was fairly consistent at the beginning of the year. So he did really well at the beginning of the year. Then since Talladega, which is like, what, May? He's yeah. just been terrible. So it's like, he, it's just, I don't know. I just, I can't trust out Eric Almarola just because I feel like he's a guy that, there's obviously the big dogs that easily could win every week. There's the middle of the pack, and then there's the shit guys. And I feel like Eric Amarola is 100% middle of the pack. <clears throat> he's not going to be any better, and he's in good a good car too. That's why I think that. Because if he was, if he was really really good, <clears throat> he would have won more than what he's won in that car. He's won one race for Stuart Haas, one race. I think it's Kevin's got the first Stuart Haas win, doesn't he? Yeah, this year. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah which is super nuts. And we're what twenty, what twenty two races in. Mm-hmm. Maybe like something like that. Twenty twenty three races in, whatever it is. So yeah, that that is insane itself, especially because last year they ran the table, or he really ran the table. And I think Boyer had two, and Almirola had one. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just because Almirola is in great equipment and he's not producing like he should. I think like if you put like Eric Jones, Eric Jones is doing fantastic right now. I don't understand how Eric Jones is behind Eric Amarola. I don't get right. it. I don't get it. But like ninth is Eric Amarola, 10th Alex Bowman, 11th Ryan Blaney, 12th William Byron, 13th Eric Jones. Yeah, how right. is Eric Jones 13th? And if he's like, what What are the standings right now? Let's see what the standings are, playoff standings. I guess Eric Jones is in 15th. Oh, and dang. Amarola is in 11th. So, I mean, I guess, but at the same time, it's just, I don't, I don't, I think it's because Jones is just now starting to kick it in, maybe. That's probably Amarola's what it is. in 11th? Yeah, in points. I don't know how, but he's in 11th. No, I thought he was, I thought he was, uh, like, number one as far as people who haven't won. No, he's not. Kyle Larson is. Nope, maybe he is. Yeah, he is. You're right. So he's 10th, I guess. I don't know why it's showing. It's weird on my screen. Yeah. It's weird on my screen, too. Like, Kyle Larson's plus 31, but he's in 10th. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I don't know why. Yeah, that is weird. Hmm. Either way, it's just... I I just don't think Eric Almarola is what he should be, essentially, in that car. Whereas... Because he's been racing in the Cup for a while, too. For quite a while. So, and Eric Jones, being as inexperienced as he is, this is only his second full-time season. And it's in a completely different car, <laughs> you know. He ran part time in I think two years ago. And then last year he ran in, in a Furniture Row racing secondary machine, which was obviously I mean Furniture Row racing barely had enough money to put it into one team. Martin yeah. Truex's you know team. So then they you know, obviously I mean obviously because they disbanded they disbanded they sold their team because they didn't want to do it anymore <clears throat> because they probably the winning team. yeah they realized how expensive it was to keep a team a winning team a winning team. And then uh, Eric Jones just it just wasn't a good enough car, and that tells you right there that the driver is not everything. 
when it comes to NASCAR. And then he went to Joe Gibbs <clears throat> and uh, did he's doing pretty well. Um, he's had he's had a rough go because he's still inexperienced, but I basically put him at the same experience as Eric Amarola, and I think Eric Jones is going to be better yeah. than Eric Amarola is right now, especially if he stays with Joe Gibbs, which I think he will. Um, yeah, I just like I said, I I, I don't know if it's because I don't like Eric Amarola. I want to like him, and I feel like I do like him because he's an Air Force brat. His dad was in the Air Force. He was born on Eglin Air Force Base, which was where I was first stationed. I was like, I should totally love the guy, but I just I don't know what it is. It's, something about his face. Uh, yeah, something about his face. So, um, yeah, that's just, I don't know. But, but I do agree with uh, Tony Stewart's <laughs> quote quite a bit back saying all these kids are silver spoon fed. And that's not how you should get into NASCAR. And the more I think about it, that's a lot of the guys in NASCAR. That's how they are. I'd say majority. Dylan, Austin Dylan needs to get out of NASCAR. He's not good at all. At all. Ty Dylan, I don't know. He's just young, too young to tell. But I guarantee he's not still not good either. Yeah, I'm sure he's garbage. So it's just annoying. It's so annoying. I, honestly, I don't think I've even ever seen an Austin Dillon fan. I've seen a few of them. Oh, my wife's calling. I'm not gonna answer though. <laughs> um, sorry, babe. She won't listen to this podcast anyways. So, um, I honestly though, I'm, I, I guess I've seen a few Austin Dillon things, but I think it's only because people like the number three. Yeah, it's all. That's it literally is. it. He's only he's his fan base is literally based on his number. That is it. I don't think it's based on him itself. Even the fact that oh well you know Richard Ch- Earnhardt Richard Childress grandson of Richard Childress that's that's exactly how I think the the fandom uh, tree family tree went. So I just I don't like him. I saw Ryan Priest on Instagram signing a bunch of diecast cars. I was like. Who's buying these? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're giving them away because yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know who's going to pay a lot of money to buy that. I mean, maybe somebody mm. might pay like 20 bucks to buy that thing because if he gets super famous, yeah, yeah. boom, they got something that's probably worth a couple hundred dollars. What? My dog's still down here annoying us. So, Well, I don't got anything else. Ken, you got anything? No, I don't think so. All right, well, I believe that about... Does it? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I was just—I don't know. I'm hungry and I'm thirsty and I'm tired. I need to take a shower. Stink. So I gotta go home. Kids gotta go home. It's, it's twenty. It's nine fifty-nine. But I drink a Red Bull. So you're just trying to—you're trying to stay up as long as you can so you can sleep. Probably tomorrow, right? All right, well, with that being said, I guess we're uh, we're all wrapped up here, and we will see you guys next week, Ken. Stay feathery. Stay feathery, everybody.